0: Pretty impressive night for the Cleveland Cavaliers, 117-107, opening the home portion of the schedule with a win in overtime over the Washington Wizards. A game that pretty much had a little bit of everything, some drama, some frustration, some incredible joy at the end, and a special performance from new Cavalier Donovan Mitchell, one that, uh, frankly, we probably won't forget for quite some time. He was really, really good on Sunday night. Cavs Insider Podcast with our postgame show coming up next. everybody. Thanks for joining us, Cavs Insider Podcast, for our post-game coverage tonight after Cleveland beat up on Washington in the last couple minutes of overtime and won tonight's game by a final of 117-107. to I'm Brendan Gulick, John Rutter alongside. We are live streaming this video content uh, and also posting the audio afterwards, so there's several different ways, if this is your first time with us, that you can uh, can join us. CavsInsider.com. We are part of the Sports Illustrated Media Group In the Fan Nation umbrella reporting on the Cavs. Uh, We've got a YouTube channel that has lots of great content, including post-game interviews. So please check that out and support us by subscribing to the YouTube channel. Also, we can uh, post the audio after the fact wherever you like to find your favorite podcast. So plenty of ways to get us here in our first season covering the Cavs. All right, John. um, Boy, this game for 43 minutes featured, frankly, pretty good Cavs defense which was refreshing to see considering it was getting late in the day on a second night of a back-to-back. And then the last three minutes of regulation were brutal. Uh, Thankfully, it ended up going to overtime. and, And after a cold start in overtime, Donovan Mitchell did what he has so often done as a pro and put the team on his back.
1: Yeah. And you know what, for Donovan Mitchell to be kind of the guy to put the team on his back in overtime, considering what happened in the last couple of minutes, I think that that kind of like put it to bed in a good way. Right. Because with everything that Donovan's done in the first three games, you know, this is his third straight 30 point effort. He was brilliant again tonight for him to have the miscues that he had there in the last minute or so um, commits a couple of turnovers, you know, misses a shot. Um it would have been, I don't want to say devastating, but disappointing for the Cavs to lose that game in that particular fashion. It goes to overtime. Donovan has a big and one in overtime, and he had some big boy points there in the extra frame that really separated themselves uh, and helped him help the Cavs separate themselves from the Wizards. Outscored them 14-4 to four in overtime. Like, you expected, an overtime game to kind of be tooth and nail down to the end. They really kind of ran away with it. He would had the MVP chance coming down here. At the field house, um, it was a uh, you, you could feel the energy in the building, it was great.
0: I might use the word devastating if they would have lost this game the way they controlled it, I mean, deflating it, for sure. You know, the beginning of the game obviously wasn't great. You, you get off to a 13 to 3 run at the outset, uh, you're on the wrong end of it. That's obviously not good, but the Cavs took the lead, I think it was 32 31, and they led for like 35 minutes or so um uh, until the end of regulation when ended up the game you know ended up tied they led as many as 15 at 7459 and you felt pretty good about where things were at and again uh let's see it was a total of 10 steals five block shots um total turnovers 20 for Washington and the Cavs scored a bunch of points off turnovers 28 in total they they really, frankly, did a lot of things defensively that you wanted to see from a team that's known for having good defense um, and obviously hit a few clutch shots along the way, especially early, which you know gave you plenty of good reasons to, to feel like this was going to be a ho-hum kind of win. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not going to put words in your mouth. I would have used the word devastating. That would have been really frustrating. It's not season-ending. It's not crippling. But, like, that would have really sucked if they'd have lost this game. And, and I think Donovan even realized that because he literally started his press cover tonight by apologizing. <laughs> yeah. he, laughed and he goes, Hey guys, sorry about all the turnovers. If I would have taken care of the ball better, we would have been out of here an hour ago. Um, so there's something to be said for a guy saying, Hey, look, you know, I don't know if it was second night of a back-to-back and your legs were tired. If it was, I don't know, too much adrenaline for your first game at home, maybe it's a combination of a lot of things, but, um, there were some moments of frustration for sure.
1: It would have absolutely been deflating if they wouldn't have been able to pull it out. Um, and, you know, that just kind of speaks to the guy that Donovan is to come in there and be like, Hey, full stop. This was on me. Like, you know, told the team that um, was very upfront th- with everybody and said, like, you know, I, I can't commit those turnovers in that in that situation, but by the same token, like he's the guy that comes out in overtime and the ball's in his hands, he's getting the clutch basket. Um, he's knocking down the N one the free throw. So like, you know that was the give and take that you had with tonight i think that that you know those last three minutes are the outlier um he said that he's had worse fourth quarters um so uh you know take it for what it's worth they were able to pull it out tonight um you know you really can't speak enough about what he's brought to this team so far as far as leadership as far as scoring um you know he's been the complete package so far uh he said he doesn't necessarily think that he's worthy of the mvp chance but he's certainly very much appreciative of them uh
0: he played the part down the stretch that's for sure he did and he almost did a game winner you know i think there were there were probably a lot of uh I, I don't know if everybody has you know flashes on their phone anymore i mean i know my phone will basically like auto adjust with no actual. Yeah, there's no flashballs in the off. Super Bowl anymore on the kickoff. Yeah, but the idea of like, oh, like the cameras are flashing everywhere is, you know, the ball is twirling through the air and, and there's that moment of suspense when he's hoisting what would have been a game winning shot. Uh probably no flashbulbs necessarily going off, but right I'm sure in this world where everybody's got their phone out and and you know I had mine. I've yeah, got a video of heaven, the Heaven for heaven forbid we watch something in real time without trying to capture it. <laughs> um you know i'm sure everybody was kind of like you know in bated breath waiting on a potential game winner and, and obviously it obviously didn't happen um but it would have you know, certainly
1: been the exclamation point on the night it
0: it would have it would have and to uh, to his credit and he finished with 37 points he he obviously did something tonight that that no cavalier has ever done before he has scored more points through his first 3 games than any cavalier in franchise history uh and he's continued to to basically do things that have really not been seen much ever anywhere around the NBA. Um, I think I saw Wilt Chamberlain and Glenn Robinson were the only uh, NBA players through their first three games with their respective teams to score 30 or more points. Wilt did it eight games in a row and Glenn did it uh, three games in a row. Uh, Obviously, Glenn Robinson played more recently. Uh, He did it in 02 and 03 with Atlanta, Um, but it's those two guys and and, and, you know, now our, our new superstar in town, Donovan Mitchell.
1: I think one thing that you also want to, you know, point out, you touched on the, you know, the shot that he took there down the, down the stretch at the end with with time expiring. He, Donovan talked about that specifically um, and was asked about, hey, were the legs still there on the second out of the back-to-back? And he said, yeah, yes, it was. He said, the good thing for me, that was actually his shot that he was looking for. That's one of his favorite moves that he's able to pull off. Um but he said he uh, he was happy that he didn't miss it short. That lets him know that the legs are still there. Um, he said he wouldn't have been very happy with himself in so many words had he had he left that one short. But um, you know m- missed it long. Um, so the conditioning. He said he still felt good towards towards the end of the game. Um, would have been ecstatic if that thing would have gone down. I know that there there was not an empty seat or uh, there, every seat in here was empty because everybody was on their feet at that point. Um, sure. But um, what a moment that could have been.
0: If you're listening to this after the fact, uh, John is still down at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse courtside. We uh, we will be at every home game. At least one of us will be at every home game this year. So uh, we hope that that will uh, provide you with a great perspective in following this Cavs team here in uh, 2022, 2023. Okay, let's talk about a couple of things that maybe were a bit frustrating. Isaac Kikoro gets to start again offensively, while Darius continues to, I guess, nurse an eye injury, if you can do that. Um, I I guess Okoro played okay, but offensively, I mean, literally nothing. Now, on one hand, what else is new? He really hasn't been a great offensive player. Uh, Two points in his 20 minutes of action, and it didn't take long before he came off the floor and, and Jetty went in and, again, played really, really well. You know, I don't know that it necessarily matters who starts and who doesn't. I think it more matters who's on the floor in critical minutes. It was great to see Jetty shoot the ball the way he did again tonight.
1: Yeah, he's shooting it with confidence. He's playing with some joy. We saw more of that. We talked about that pregame, and we saw more of that tonight. Like, he's um, probably as confident as I've ever seen him shooting the basketball, Um, playing in transition, playing on the defensive end. Um, You know, it's frustrating to see Isaac not score the way that we – I mean, we know that the kid can shoot and can score at times. It's almost like what we talk about with Jetty at at, at times um, with, you know, the capabilities there, but they just are, are trying to coax it out of them. When Isaac is able to get a basket in transition early, that tends to, like, let his game start to flow more. You know, I was kind of looking for that tonight, didn't see it. And then before you know it, I looked down at the stat sheet and it's halftime and he's, he's only got a cut. He's only got two points. Um, so that was disappointing to see. Um, I, I also wanted to bring up Karis LeVert as well, because I had initially started to write this in my post game observations um, and kind of backtracked it a little bit or reworked it a little bit. Because at first glance, when you look at that stat sheet, you see four for 14, 10 points is respectable for him, but not exactly the best shooting night. But when you take into consideration the fact that he was guarding Bradley Beal all evening, that kind of, it's maybe a little bit more of a weighted evaluation of him. Um, That's a difficult defensive assignment for him. Bradley Beal, I think, had 26 points, only four of them in the fourth quarter, one in overtime. So when push came to shove, Karras was there guarding one of the best guys and the guy, Essentially, if you're Washington, you're going to put the ball in, in his hands, and it was at times down the stretch. Uh, and I thought that Karras did a really nice job. forced a 24 second, Helped force the 24-second shot clock violation there, I think, in overtime. Um, had a couple of nice plays on some loose balls that he was able to, to swat into Cavalier possession. So, um, you know, at, that's a perfect evaluation of if
0: you look at the stat sheet, you might think, ugh,
1: maybe a bit of an off night. But he, he pulled his weight significantly on the defensive end.
0: I'm really glad you brought that up because I, I was a little frustrated with his offensive production tonight. Um, it wasn't for a lack of trying, of course, right? Um, however, considering he played 36 minutes and he had the second best plus minus on the team at plus yeah, 15, plus 14, yeah, uh, yeah, plus 15 by the end of the night. Um, you know, he he found ways to impact the game on a night where it just wasn't falling for him, and I think that's one of the things that. You know, I'm looking for out of this team is like, look, we we kind of know they've got the ability to go out and score a hundred plus points every single night. If if individually you're not on for whatever reason, how else can you be impactful? And I think that's part of what I I want to see out of Karis Lavert in the beginning of the season because all we've heard about is how healthy he is and how much better he's looked in practice. His teammates love him. His his coaching staff is raving about him. Um, okay, that's fine. So when he's not scoring, let's see it as fans. And I thought tonight Karis played really hard, so that was uh, that was good. Um, again, I, I I don't want to be Mister like complain about the referee because that's not my style <laughs> ever. It, it's just not. It, you you control it not. Yeah, you you control so much of uh, you know your own destiny here. If that wasn't an over the back foul, then I literally don't know what an over the back foul is. Like,
1: yeah. what
0: else is Darius supposed to do? He was Donovan. He was stationary in the key outside the the you know the the restricted arc. It's not his fault. Somebody jumped over the back of him, and and like I I I don't know. I just don't understand it. I don't
1: understand how he is, if if there was anything. In out of, that comes out of that situation, I think that um, it's a no call. Like, sure. Not not only was Donovan not did not not only did Donovan not foul anybody, like he had Porzingis on his back, and like what was what was glaring to watch. And I don't know if they showed it on TV or not, but they showed it here on on Humungotron a couple of times. Was like not the regular angle, but like the over the top angle where you can literally see Porzingis over. Over Mitchell's back, like you could almost not see back.
0: Mitchell. It was so Yeah, egregious. He's like
1: looking up at he's looking up at the camera, like disappearing from view under Porzingis. And it's like, this seems pretty textbook. I'm not sure how I tweeted that like, I don't know how that's a foul. I even said it to my dad because that was one of like that's one of the biggest things that my dad and I always go back and forth about. Like, I don't know what over the back is anymore. And, like, I'm gonna it's like roughing the passer, I'm gonna stop. I was trying gonna say to nobody nobody for, knows catches or tar- or yeah, anymore. we're targeting, like I'm not even gonna try anymore. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Well, you know, thankfully it didn't come back to, to totally haunt the Cavs because they still figured out a way to win tonight. Um, you know, I think Washington's got a – what's that?
1: he, said he just flashed a comment out there, and th- maybe this is a sign that they're kicking me out. They just that turned off the lights. funny.
0: I was just going to say, all of a sudden, you are in the dark, my friend. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, we'll wrap here. with this uh, as you pick up your stuff. Gosh, this is, uh, this is great. <laughs> Don't you love live streams? Awesome. Uh, let's wrap with this thought. I mean, look, I I think Washington is a decent team. Um, I think they've got a chance to be a very good team. I don't think they're going to be an elite team in, uh, you know, in, in, in the East this year, but I, I still think the Cavs have to find a way to like really value every opportunity they get to win games. And I was, I was really happy tonight to see, when things got tough at the end of a game, it, it wasn't like this excuses or lack of effort or like, ah, you know, we let this one get away and whatever, we'll go get them on Wednesday. Um, you, you could kind of feel like when things started to slip, there was that noticeable, hey, we still got to figure out a way to get this done. And we can, we you know, as, as Donovan Mitchell said after the game's over, like, hey, we can go get a good night's sleep you know, when we're all done, that's fine. So I, I guess I was just glad to see that um, early in the year and a chance where you could just kind of chalk it up and say, not really the way we wanted to end this. Okay, we'll go back and get him again. Um, that they, they sort of responded appropriately.
1: I like to say that adversity does not build character. It reveals it. And the Cavaliers revealed their character this evening because we've heard them talk ad nauseum about it uh, throughout the preseason and throughout training camp.
0: Um, they showed their they
1: showed their medal tonight.
0: They did for sure. Uh well you've already had the lights turned out on you once. So uh <laughs> you know, well done on on grabbing the stuff and finding uh finding the lit hallway. Um we're not they're
1: not the only ones.
0: Uh see, folks, this is why you gotta watch us live because you just never know what's gonna happen. John <laughs> could, maybe you'll get locked in the arena. Maybe there'll be a live blog coming in the morning about. John's uh John's adventures trying to figure out a way to to get out of it. Uh, I'm
1: blocking the hallway for Joe Varden now too. We oh, to uh, got <laughs> it was celebrity
0: setting with Joe. Yeah. Oh, he has, man. He's he's out of here and ready to roll. I don't uh I don't blame him. Hey, uh thanks for your work tonight and uh a, a nice win for the Cavs, one Oh seven. Uh I'll give you any final thoughts here.
1: Um just happy to see that they pulled it out. I thought Donovan was incredible again. Um it, look. This guy's been as good as advertised. And uh, I think that we're going to be in for a very special season to watch him play here in a a wine and gold uniform. Um, The the crowd was electric tonight. He said that he fed off of that. JB even said that we don't get this done tonight if it's not for the electricity in that crowd, pulling them through uh, in the final moments there and pulling them through overtime.
0: It had been about six months since the Cavs last played a a meaningful game. I know you had a couple preseason games, but last time you played a meaningful game at home. Uh, And certainly at that point, we didn't know that Donovan Mitchell was going to be part of Cleveland's future. Uh, boy, we sure are happy that he is here and uh, looking very much forward to, to what this year has in store, especially given that uh, one of the other teams is, is uh, frustrating fans here in town. Maybe that's the politically correct way to <laughs> say way it. To put so, it. Best way to put it. Well, well done by the Cavs tonight. they are two and one on the season. Uh, they'll be back on the floor Wednesday night. The Orlando Magic are coming to town. Of course, that means Paulo Ban- uh, Banquero is coming to town, the number one overall pick as is Jake Chapman and that might just mean going nothing to, say, to you took anybody the word out else, of my mouth <laughs> but to John and I who who have done some uh, some part-time work at 923 the Fan in Cleveland former midday show producer Jake Chapman turned Orlando Radio uh, Orlando Magic Radio game producer and pregame and postgame host and now this year for the first time he is the play-by-play voice of the Magic so he's coming back to town uh, hopefully Cleveland gives him a nice little warm welcome in, uh, in his own right. That'll be awesome. So looking forward yeah, to we'll seeing him on Wednesday night.
1: We'll try to have we'll try to get him on one of these podcasts in the next couple of days as well. That'd
0: be great. That'd be great. For John Rutter, I'm Brendan Gulick. Thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit here post game tonight. Good win for the Cavs. Home opener 117-107. We'll see you real soon. Cavsinsider.com. Thank you for subscribing to the YouTube channel. And uh, know that you can find this audio wherever you like to find your favorite podcast. Cheers.